This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Uh, there were uh, times on this program we had uh, inductions into what we called the, the Hall of Stupid. Um, and uh, Michael Irvin would be uh, a candidate this week for his uh, activities uh, in Glendale this week. So... How embarrassing is this if you're a grown blank man? He's 57 years old. He's in a town to do business and uh, commentate and uh, talk about the Super Bowl. He's a Hall of Famer, but now he's not part of the NFL Network Super Bowl 57 coverage because of an incident that took place in the hotel lobby the other night. Uh, he went on a Dallas radio station and basically said, honestly, I'm baffled by it all. This all happened in a 45-second conversation. When I got back after going out, I came to the lobby and I talked to somebody. I talked to this girl. I don't know her. I talked to her for about 45 seconds. We shook hands, then I left. That's all I know. And then the next thing you know, he's asked to change hotel. And then the next thing you know, he uh, is sent home. And then the next thing you know, he says, yeah, I really don't remember. I said that I didn't talk to him. And then they showed me the tape. So basically, it was clocked. And probably said something inappropriate, would be my guess. And, you know, we wouldn't be at all shocked by Michael Irvin saying something inappropriate, would we? No. 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 But, I mean, he, I mean he's, he's a big star. And, uh, you know, he, uh, but I, I, I doubt that he'll lose his gig. Uh, ESPN also dropped him from their work this week as well. So nothing for him to do so he went back to he went back to Dallas he can afford a ticket if he wants he can afford a ticket he probably uh, they probably just got him one and uh, and got him out Uh, let's see here Um, Jordan says this it's crazy Matt sounds like uh, one of my buddies who moved to Colorado but lost contact after the move did you ever move to Colorado so actually I I did live in Colorado for, Uh uh, for that's actually where I met my wife so you, do you know Jordan? No, no, I, okay. I, I don't know don't Jordan, know Jordan, but that's okay. yeah. So it, I, I did. I lived up there for about two years. Okay. Um, but most of my life has been in Texas. I lived in lived in Colorado, and then I, I, I ended up living in Georgia for a little under three years. So I was I was a firefighter down there, and then we uh, my you know wife got pregnant. And we we came back home. Good for you. Um, you ever save any cats or you know? Little old ladies out of the third story. Don't answer that. (laughs) Don't answer that. (laughs) What are you guys, attorney all of a sudden? Uh, It's his first day. Right. I'm I'm trying to help him in some of the landmines that Chuck Hines is going to throw out. There's no landmines. There's no, there's no, there's no. Absolutely a landmine. It's no, no landmines. It's not one of those that's going to blow your leg off, but it's definitely one of those that's going to get anger on your face. Yeah. (laughs) Don't answer that. <laughs> That's the pot calling the kettle black right there. Uh, one of us is trying to help him. One of us is trying to help him. Just like I was trying to help that guy last night that was screaming at <clears throat> Coach Gurley that the game was over. Chris said the game is over. It's over. He wanted just wanted to go home. And at which point in time I turned around and told him, You're allowed to leave. Yeah, he could have walked out. No, yeah, you're allowed to leave. <laughs> and uh Jeff McGuire heard me uh Make that comment last night on the on the broadcast. Listen to the whole game last night. Did you really pregame well, to postgame? Wow! What, what were you evaluating us? Are you uh, have you been assigned? To... I was evaluating the network connectivity. Ah, gotcha. 
Um, See, I'm starting to think Jeff's always got our best interest. Yeah, I think he does. No, 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 no. no. The station's best interest is what he has. Yes, the station's. Stations, Yeah, that doesn't include. It's day one, but you still have my trust. Oh, and then I, I I did, I did, I did tell uh, Mark Fingner, my my partner on the Lady Raider basketball, or I'm I'm his partner, um, that I had some Uber cash in my Uber wallet that I hadn't used yet. So if I needed to get this guy a lift, I could do that. That'd have been nice of you. Yeah, that'd have been nice. Uh, this talking about tech basketball as a college student and a fourth generation Red Raider. Some of these younger or newer fans need to understand it has been worf- worse. This is the life of a tech fan. Let's not forget when Oklahoma State beat us at home, sixty-six to three. Yeah, that was painful, 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 painful. Sixty-six to six. Okay, sixty-six. And to that six. was the football score. Yeah, and that was a football score. If we ever just score three points in a basketball game, just we're, implode the U.S. Yeah, right. We're we're in real trouble. We don't need that. Who is this new guy, and where did Lint go? Jamie's allowed to take a day off from time to time. I have no idea where he is. Whereabouts unknown. But Matt is with us this morning. We're going to be entertained by Matt. Matt might have some new and different perspectives. He might have some idiosyncrasies that we find odd. He might find our idiosyncrasies incredibly odd, which I'm sure that he would will. Uh, and so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna learn about each other right here in front of you, and uh, and you can uh, share with us your you know you know peculiarities as well, okay? Because I'm sure that you've got them. Uh, a couple of um, invites for, for uh, Red Raiders on the football side of things. Running back uh, Sir Roderick Thompson and outside linebacker Tyree Wilson, uh, both uh, invited uh, by the National Football League to the NFL Scouting Combine. So that's pretty cool. Um, You know, Tyree Wilson, he's going to be a first-round draft choice. Might even be a top-ten draft choice. Uh, The Combine's scheduled to begin with defensive linemen and linebackers on March the 2nd. Ends with running backs and offensive linemen on March the fifth. So apparently, uh, Sir Roderick continues to uh, rise on the, uh, according to this uh, release by Texas Tech on draft boards after strong performances in the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl and the Senior Bowl. He is the first Red Raider running back to be invited to the NFL Combine since DeAndre Washington, who was picked in the fifth round in 2016 and had a, he had a nice career. Um, DeAndre had to come back from a knee injury that he suffered at Missouri uh, because of bad turf. Uh, but uh, good for him. And Tyree Wilson, like I said, he is he is going to be a first-round draft pick. He could be a top-10 draft pick. If that uh, were the case, he would be the first top-10 draft pick since a guy by the name of Patrick Mahomes in 2017. Fed out. Fared pretty well for he's, him. He's done, he's, done, he's done pretty good for himself. He's, he's done gonna, done pretty good for it himself. Um, this will be uh, pretty cool for Tyree Wilson. He's just got to get over his injury. And it'll be interesting to see how much he's able to participate uh, in the NFL Combine or if it's just, you know, basic um, interviews and, you know, a little bit of um, tape review and things like that. I don't, I don't know what, the, what his status will be in terms of full workouts uh, for the NFL Combine. Of course, they shut him down early. When they, those combine questions, have, you know, they always come out with some. I feel like it's the every year there's a, there's yeah. a new, sure, weird question they ask these potential NFL, you know, draftees. Sure, it's always it's always weird. 
Have you ever taken one of those tests? No. We've we've threatened to do that here on the morning drive. Uh, I I think of all of us, the guy that would do the best on the Wonderlick is Aaron Dickens. I think he's uh, I think he's he's pretty smart. Where where would you fall on that mm, on yeah. that list? I, middle of the pack. I'm a C student. Okay. You know, I would probably probably wouldn't be last. I wouldn't be first. Uh, I wouldn't even claim that I was going to be first, but so, I'd probably I'd probably find in that being that sometimes that's where you want to be. Stay off yeah, the radar. Streets. Yeah, I, I have a hard time staying off the radar. <laughs> I would I would tell you I'm pretty much on the radar. Uh, some of that I create for myself. Create create problems for myself that keep me on the radar uh but i don't know we'll we shall see uh let's awesome news about wilson and great news great job by wells for getting him here wells doesn't get enough credit for the roster he built after the dumpsters fire cliff left uh yeah i, I think i think uh coach wells i think he's been given a, a lot of credit for um the the depth of the roster he's about built and some of the talent that he brought in uh, which includes Austin McNamara, um, so I, I I do feel like he's been given that credit. I think what got to Coach Wells were just uh, some football decisions and, um, and consumer confidence. But there's no question he helped build that roster. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It is February the ninth, twenty twenty three. It is Thursday. Here's Jeff McGuire with a stay in sports history. Going to start in 1900. Mm -hmm. Dwight Davis establishes a brand new tennis trophy. Okay, is it called the Varden? If you were to establish a trophy Mm -hmm. to give away at a tournament, what would you call it? What would I call it? Mm. It's your trophy. You're giving it away. What would you call it? I would just call it the Heinz. Well... You're following in the line of Mr. Davis okay. because it became the Davis, the Davis Cup. Cup. Ah, that's pretty cool. 1942, the Philadelphia Phillies changed their nickname temporarily to the Phils. Okay. I don't know why. Seemed like a good idea at the time, I guess. Pretty dumb if you ask me. Well, people call them, don't people call them the Phils every once in a while? Not like as their official nickname. Right, right. Like the official nickname has been, other than 1942, the Phillies. Mm-hmm. As in, you know, Philadelphia, as I opposed see. to like the horse. Right. Gotcha. I was thinking that too. 1951, St. Louis Browns signed pitcher Satchel Page at 45. That guy was always 45 when somebody signed him, it seemed like. Even when he was 65. 1960. The AFL and NFL agree verbally to a non-tampering pact. How'd that go over for <laughs> Not really very well. There's a lot of tampering going on there. 1971, Satchel Page becomes the first Negro <laughs> League player elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's a big day for him, wasn't it? Was it was a big day. 1974, U.S. Female Figure Skating Championship won by Dorothy Hamill. 1986, in the 36th NBA All-Star Game Reunion Arena in Dallas, Texas. Mm -hmm. The East beats the West, 139 to 132. Isaiah Thomas is your MVP. Okay. You you see, you hear Isaiah Thomas's 
name and you still you see that little smirk on his face. And he had just, a distinct smile. You just want to just want to hit him. Well, I generally don't get that feeling, but I understand how you might. Okay. And in 2006, Al Michaels joins NBC's Sunday Night Football broadcast with John Madden. I still wish he was doing the Sunday night games. Matt, you're going to have to understand something about Chuck. He's more interested in the broadcaster. Sometimes. Than the game. Sometimes. Sometimes I am, yeah. It is National Bagels and Locks Day. I don't know what locks is. I know what bagels are. Uh, it's also National Pizza Day. Right. And, and I saw that <clears throat> earlier today. And I was thinking, man, it's always National Pizza Day, right? Not always. Will you celebrate National Pizza Day? Will you break from your Friday routine of pizza? Tonight? I have not actually had Friday night pizza all year. Is this an initiative? Is this a... Are you okay? Uh, it's... When, it was like a two-year run where it was every Friday that uh-huh. there was pizza. Right. And then it started to become a chore to make sure that I had pizza for every Friday. So a chore. It, I'm not saying I'm not having pizza on Friday, but it's no longer the guarantee on Friday. There was a there was a point in time when I was a single guy, and me and uh, my uh, my roommate, we uh, worked at a radio station together. We would order pizza every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday. I mean, literally every Sunday. Well, one particular Sunday, it had been a particularly late Saturday night, and we called the called in our order, and and the gal answered, and she's like, "We were getting worried about you guys. This is when you know you've done it too much. We were getting worried about you about you guys. We were going to send a pizza over to see if you were okay." <laughs> okay, it's customer service. Right <laughs> it's there. customer service right customer there. Service or just kind of like uh, maybe maybe we need to try a different place, but. I don't think we did. We stuck with him. Happy birthday, former Cowboys quarterback Danny White, 71. Mm. Vladimir Guerrero, 48. John Crook, 62. Michael B. Jordan, 36. Tom Hiddleston is 42. Saquon Barkley, 26. Joe Pesci is 80. Okay. Carol King, 81. Carol King? He's got like a plastic face. Or is that Carol Channing that I'm thinking of? Carol Channing. That's Channing. Yeah, Channing, yeah. But um, I don't know. Carol King's got, I mean, she's 81. So she's, you know. Happy uh, to be here, probably. On this day, 1950, during a speech in Wellington, West Virginia, Mm -hmm. Senator Joseph McCarthy the Republican out of Wisconsin, the Republican claims Wisconsin. that he was has a list with the names of over 200 members <laughs> of the Department of the State that are known communists. No. The speech has vaulted McCarthy into the national prominence and sparked a nationwide hysteria about subversives in the American government. And that would lead to movie stars, too. Mm, a lot of people. Professional athletes and uh, regular, regular Joes. Meanwhile, it was just a folder. And that's this day of sports history. All right. Uh, apparently, lox is smoked salmon, cream cheese, red onions, and capers or scallions. I would be completely out on all of that. I'd try it. Are you a trier of food, Matt, or are you uh, pretty particular? Yeah, I'll try. I'll try anything. Uh, over as, as I've gotten older in age, I've, I've actually started trying more food, I think, because of the, the wife forces me to try food. She's from Hawaii. And I didn't grow up eating a lot of seafood, so now it's. I usually have to try something and then give that 
Sounds like you eat a lot of seafood, probably. I eat way more now. You know, like I said, growing up in Odessa, Texas with just me and dad until we moved to Lubbock, we didn't really eat a lot of seafood. It was pizza, hot dogs. Sure, it makes a lot of sense. Goulash. Right, goulash. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go on the goulash, okay? Hey, goulash Describe your goulash. Describe your goulash. No, no, you. Okay. (laughs) First of all, we didn't call it goulash. We called it hash, okay? And hash would be... Describe your hash. Macaroni, hamburger, corn, ketchup, all mixed together. We called it hash. Okay. Yeah. I mean, ours was just... just, Which is weird now that I'm I'm, I'm talking about it, because it's almost like, why didn't we just call it a different form of spaghetti but it was just noodles meat with tomato sauce all in one pan mix it up and eat it okay um and that was it uh these guys uh won't buy into my definition of hash uh so i've never heard it called hash yeah so i, I just learned something more of a more of a midwest thing than maybe a texas thing more than a one house thing in more. the midwest <laughs> specifically one house in the midwest and I'm sure it was fine. Not Ash. You know, so the other night I was uh, I was in I was in Kansas City um, uh, for an, for a funeral and an event, and uh, my brother and I took my mom out to dinner. And uh, the gal comes over and she says, "The special today is meatloaf." And I'm like, you know, I go this this lady right here cooked more meatloaf than I ever care to eat anymore. <clears throat> I don't want to even hear about your meatloaf special. It could be it could be buy one get one free. We ain't having any meatloaf. And my mom's like, "Oh no, 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 but it was really good." I go, "Yeah, mom, it was good, but we 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 just kind of had it a, a lot." Well, you know, that's what we did, you know, blah blah blah. Uh this years ago when I was right out of college, went to Stillwater for a football game, the nationally uh ranked uh the Texas Tech upset nationally ranked Oklahoma State. People there were extremely nice and showed great sportsmanship. Watching last night, I saw what I perceived to be, perceived OSU fans to be ever since we have been in the same conference together. I can't stand to be around them as I have become every bit as, as obnoxious as they feel. They, I feel they have become every bit as obnoxious as UT fans. I wish they would move to the pack. That from washed up guy. He's one of our senior advisors. He's like the senior advisor to the to the morning drive. Washed up guy is okay. So, kind of, he's a seasoned veteran. Is uh, well well spoken. Don't feel like that. Uh, he's got a, a true insight on things. Uh, somebody asked about uh, the path for the Lady Raiders to postseason play. I think it. I think it is uh, the WNIT. I mean, if you were to to get on a run here and win out, and yeah, you'd probably make the NCAA tournament. Uh, Kansas will be a tough game on Saturday at Oklahoma. You're going to have to score off a lot of points. I think you can beat Oklahoma State. I think you can beat West Virginia. Uh, you can beat TCU. Uh, and and with the way things go right now, with how Baylor and Iowa State are playing, both those games are on the road. But I don't I don't view those games as unwinnable. So could you win four more games? Yeah, you sure could. And then that would get you into the discussion. For the big tournament, but I certainly think the path to the uh, WNIT is right there for you. And and right at this point in time, I'd be really disappointed if you didn't make postseason play. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Matt Estenson, who's in for Jamie Lint 
today and tomorrow. Jeff McGuire's here. I'm here. We're your steady eddies. Um, and Jamie's a steady eddie too. He's allowed to take a day off or two or three, whenever, whenever he wants. That's uh, that's all good. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. The wind not only blows in West Texas Tech golf team blown off the course in Hawaii yesterday. It's supposed to gust to 45 the next two days. Yeah, this is the uh, the opening round of the Amer Ardi, which is hosted by the University of Hawaii at Hilo, was postponed. Uh, the teams played between five and seven holes. The 20-team field will start over on Thursday with the hopes of playing 36 holes before Friday's third and final round. Uh, the Tech golf team is really, really good. Um, as previously mentioned, the results from yesterday will be erased and the teams will start from scratch tomorrow at 11. That is really odd. Really odd. Okay, just do over. I mean, what if you like were a wind player and you played really, really well? But it must have been really bad. So, I mean, they won. They postponed it. But to say we're just going to start overs, I think that's a little bizarre. I think there's a few teams right now that we wish we had start overs. Yes. Can we start over the? Can we start over? <laughs> can we no. start over? No. No. I'm not starting this season over again. Living through it again. We're going to do it once. Okay. We're going to be done and walk away. Okay. We're not doing it again. It's a start over with different outcomes. Are you... Um, you can't guarantee me the different outcomes, though. You know, I no. think I've it asked... Get, it could get worse. I think I've asked Jamie this question every year, and I don't know that I've ever asked you this question, but, you know, a week from tomorrow is... Yes, start. I'm excited for baseball season. Are you giddy? Uh, I, it takes a lot for me to get giddy. Right. But I'm ready for baseball season. I mean, I was ready for baseball season when last baseball season ended, so that's the the general average there is yes i'm ready for baseball season but just yes or no on the giddy i'm not really a giddy guy okay (laughs) okay ready interested excited all of those things yes okay okay i'll 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 buy into buy into all that we'll have uh tech baseball next uh, weekend it all begins uh for jamie and uh, the tech baseball team as uh they'll take on gonzaga uh, Jamie will tell you that the team will take on Gonzaga. He's not taking on Gonzaga because he's, but he's involved in the broadcast. Uh, somebody says um, that O'Banner was a turnover machine last night. It seemed like every time he passed the ball, it was a turnover. Well, he turned the ball over two times. Lamar Washington turned it over six. Team turned it over 16 times. Oklahoma State capitalized on 13 points off those 16 turnovers. But I guess it's the empty possessions that really get you more than more than anything else. Um, somebody asked this question with no time left how do you not block out on the player you are guarding I, I don't know that's look I mean we all have mental errors sometimes they occur at really bad times yeah I'm not making excuses for anybody I'm just saying I, I don't know I don't know I don't know the answer to that question I think probably if you were to ask Bacho or anybody that was on the floor going yeah hey we know that we're supposed to do this we practice this all the time it was just a slip up yeah, and I, and I, I can I can understand what the the texture is talking about as well. When you watch the game a lot last night, there was the ball went up and there was a lot of ball watching, um, and 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 it showed. You know, it, the the unfortunate thing is that we only you know Tech only got outboarded by five. I think it was thirty six Oklahoma State and then us at thirty one, um, and 
aside from everything else with this game, that was the, the, the stat that stood out the most to me because as poorly as we boarded and got, got rebounds in that game, you know, or in Chuck's words, we got a rib, you know, we, we were right there in that game, you know, five. Five five boards could have could have changed that game. So as bad as we did, we still didn't do that bad. We just you know un- unfortunately there's those plays and games that you know have a big influence, and it just happened to be with point four seconds left in the clock. Yeah, I mean you know, that's the that's the thing that uh, so really you know challenging uh, for the ball game is that you you get down and you get down in the second half. Um, the box score says down by fourteen with thirteen forty eight to go was the was the biggest uh, deficit for Tech. Uh, one of the stories I read had said 15. There were three lead changes uh, in the game. But, you know, the bottom line is you just uh, you lost another close game. All right, so somebody asked this question. Uh, okay, here's the $6 million question. Are the program's issues fixable with the same coach? I, I don't know the answer to that question. Um, I don't know that we know all the issues with that question. Um, you know, if you'd asked me this a week ago, I'd have said, yeah, I think so. Um, but I, I I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd like to think so. I'd like to think that um, you can't go from Sweet 16 to losing your job in a year. But, you know, a lot has transpired. Um, you know, I'd like to know. And I, he doesn't have to present the plan to any of us. But. At some point in time, he's going to have to present a game plan to Kirby Hokut, I would think, or at least in those conversations, they're going to say, all right, this is how we're going to fix this. This is what went wrong. This is, you know, the pieces of the roster that just didn't work together. Here's who's going to come back. Here's what I'm going to do different, blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't know that you have to reset, totally resell yourself, but maybe you do. Uh, so that's a, that's a question. Paul says this, just need to buy some better players. Yeah, that's that's sad too when you think about it from that perspective is if uh if if the only reason they're coming here and I don't believe that is money um then it's it's the old adage of if you take a job for money it generally never works out. So, you know, I think there money has to be a component of, you know, when you take that next job or when you move on, but it can't always be the only reason that you move on because there's there's always those things that you go, yeah, but they let me do this, or yeah, but I get to do this, or yeah, but the opportunity is here to this. And maybe, maybe the money is not the same today, but it's it's going to be exponentially better two years from now. It's just hard to, it's hard to have that patience. Yeah, and I I think you know what what Paul said is is pretty factual, but you you go somewhere for the money, and. To speak to your point, there's you're you're gonna find out you're not as happy. You know, there's got to be a right fit. And um, to the, to that first question is is everything you know going to to be fixable with with the current coaches we have? I will continue to support the program um, for forever. You know, I, I don't something with with sports is i would never want somebody calling for my job so i don't go call for other people's jobs what he does inside that practice is stuff that we don't know so all we can do is continue to to give support and um hope things turn around you know we we definitely took a big drop off from from last year to where we the the program is now but you know, if, if you're trying to be the, the cup is half full, that just means that we can go all the way back up next year. Unfortunately, hope's not a strategy. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, ho- hopefully uh, they'll have a uh, have a game plan 
uh, for getting this thing. Uh, as uh, one of my friends just sent me a text of, or in the quicksand. Hopefully, we get out of the quicksand. Although, you know the, and you're going to be too young for this unless you just really watch the old reruns. Did you ever watch Gilligan's Island as a kid? Do you yep. know? Do you know what Gilligan's yeah, Island oh, yeah. is? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, e- e- every once in a while they would find themselves, you know, on the island. And there was always spots at the island where there was quicksand. And there was, uh, I think, one episode where Gilligan was trying to, you know, um, hide from uh, his fellow uh, castaways. And he put his uh, famous Gilligan hat on the quicksand. And uh, they all thought that he had he had passed, but he had not. But... Uh, you know, I, I I always wonder if if you could you get yourself out of quicksand because it seems like that it's really really hard because the more that you struggle, the more that you sink. We always seem to get at least waist high, and then we just kind of fall back down. Yeah, but you but you you got to have others help you get out of the quicksand. So you know, if indeed this program is in quicksand, are there people on the outside that will help you? and can help you uh, throw that rope to get you out of the quicksand. Yeah. Okay, that's the question. All right, so we, we'll see. 724 this morning on the morning drive. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to doubletea973.com. Um, unfortunately, also a good quality coach doesn't fall off this dramatically. It's okay to have a drop-off, but you can't go to the bottom of the pile. Yeah. Uh, Taylor says this, Coach Adams doesn't care if we win or lose. I don't believe that. He's given up. I don't know. He doesn't yell. I, right, I got you on that. Doesn't argue bad calls. Um, I don't know about not standing up for his guys. Um, I, I don't, I, I'll say this. If, if those players didn't believe in something, then they would have gone in the tank when they got down by 14 last night. They would have gone in the tank when they got down by 19 to Iowa State. So there is something there. Can they fix it? Can they work with it? Can they make it better next year? Because, I, you know, I, I'm impressed. Again, there are no moral victories. But when you get down by 14 on the road and you figure out a way to come back and tie it up and come within an eyelash of winning the ball game, there is something to be said for that. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, with uh, Matt Estenson, who is uh, sitting in Jamie's chair, and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. And Matt, what we do is we ask a question, Jamie does every day, to me and Jeff and our fine listening audience. Sometimes we answer the question properly. Sometimes we meander. Sometimes we don't even answer the question. We just... Discuss it. We'll see what uh, Jeff has for us today. All right, guys. The Super Bowl is coming up on Sunday, mm-hmm. and we all know a team we want to win, whether it be the Eagles or the the Chiefs. But um, if you can't say points, what is one stat that if I were to t- you were to get the exact number that's going to happen in the game that would tell you who would win the game? All right. So I think for me. The stat will be offensive holding or uh, false starts. One of those two. Wow, that's just a very specific penalty. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought that was the question. No, no. Like, 
you could have said, you know, numbers of first downs for either oh. team or not your uh, passing attempts. Okay. Or, but if 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 you think the number of talking... holding calls against oh, a team tells okay. you who's going to win, I guess I, mis- I misunderstood. See, there you go. It's a classic <laughs> classic example of not completely paying attention. And then responding, and then having to have a clarification. Arkansas, uh, Arkansas, right? <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to say for the. Again, I'm going to say for the both teams, third down conversion. Third down conversion. Okay. okay, Matt. I think for me, it's it's actually I think rushing yards is going to be a big one. I think that Philly's so strong at rushing the ball. Um, if they dominate that, then I think they they have a chance of winning. But on the flip side of that, I think. For Kansas City, as much as they're known for passing, I think they have to run the ball to get the pressure off Mahomes. I think that uh, if they're able to execute that and and have a semi-decent run game that will keep Philly honest, I think that would that would help um, Patrick Mahomes, which that is the team we're all rooting for. So there's no Eagle fans in this building right now. Shouldn't be. Um, oh, I don't know about the building. Not not on this radio station at the may, moment. Yeah, yeah. that's Cowboy right. Cowboy fan first. That's right. So I think I think rushing yards for sure. Like I said, I think that'd be a huge one for the for the Chiefs. They've got to be able to run the ball to um, eliminate the the edge rushers for the Eagles coming full speed from Mahomes. See, I'm I'm very similar to what Matt's going with here. Um, when I'm when I thought of this question, rushing attempts uh, and yards per carry. Are, are two of these things because while I both, well, I'm imagining almost everybody we talk to is going to think this game's going to be high scoring. You're looking at 35 30. You're looking at maybe even 40 points scored uh, for one of these teams to win it. Every time that kind of happens, you get like a 17 to 10 game. And it's the other team trying to keep the other guy off the field. Mm-hmm. And I could absolutely see that kind of thing happening because both these teams have been able to run the ball earlier yeah, throughout the course of the year too it's not just their passing attacks so if there's one team that is just absolutely dominating the yards per attempt i think that's a, a giant red flag that the other team is not getting those pass attempts and not able and then you can really pin your ears back for the defense on the other side knowing that they're having to make up some of that time because you're running the clock oh i like that the uh pin your ears back comment there Right. Okay. Uh, Chris says this, 37-34, the script was already released. Oh, give me a break. (laughs) But again, a high-scoring script, see? Well, and, you know, for the Chiefs, you know, in in running the football is, is, you know, you've got Pacheco, who's really kind of come on. You've got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who potentially could be – you know, activated um, to to play in the Super Bowl. He's been activated to the roster. Um, and then you have the kind of the little flip things that they do, you know, as they, whether it's an end around or, you know, it's, it becomes technically a pass because Mahomes like pushes it forward just a little bit, you know, with a little push pass or chest pass or whatever he does. Um, and maybe, and maybe, too. I mean, obviously, the mobility of Mahomes is going to be huge, but they 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 do have a way of being so creative in terms of their running plays. That they kind of are they're not the traditional run between the tackles or you know the running back sweep to the outside. It's there's so many different ways that they can that they can do this. Yeah, they have more of the the shifty running backs. They're not a uh, just hand the ball up the middle and, and you know weaken the defense and, and cause fatigue. I mean, they they do the unique things. 
So I'll be, uh, I'll be obviously all eyes will be on the on that game on uh, on Sunday. Do you have a an early thought as to what the what's going to happen? Keep in mind, your official pick will be tomorrow. Yeah. Right, your official pick. So you can ta- you can change between now and then. Too. J- J- so the official one is tomorrow. So I can hedge my bet. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> Wait till we get to bold statements. There's a whole lot of hedging bets. <laughs> right. <in here. laughs> I I don't know. Uh, I think a lot like Jeff said. I think that when they predict high scores for these games, I believe the over under for this game right now is fifty and a half. Okay. Um. I feel like we're we're expecting a shootout. We're gonna get a defensive game somehow. There will, you know, I, I think the the jitters come out even for these these guys on Super Bowl. I mean, this is the biggest stage. Um, I'm I'm really curious. I think if you could ask me one thing, I think I'm really curious to see how Jalen Hurts does. He's played in some big games in college. We all know that. Um, very successful college career, but this is a different level. Um, Mahomes has been here. So I'm really curious to see how the Eagles' offense goes. Um, that that would be the something I'm going to keep an eye out for. I want to see how how nervous he looks. I think the first quarter, everybody's nervous. I think that, that it would be a very low-scoring first quarter. Um, and then everybody will kind of find their their wits and their, their comfortability. So. Hertz has run the ball 165 times, 760 yards. Miles Sanders, 259 for 1269. Uh, Hertz actually has more rushing touchdowns than Sanders does. He has 13 and Sanders has 11. So I'll be uh, curious to see how much uh, he can uh, he can run with the football. Uh, Hertz on the year uh, is 306 of 460 for uh, 3,701 yards. He has thrown 22 touchdowns and just six interceptions. So uh, who knows? And, 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 you know, when you look at uh, – Tonight, the individual awards, who gets the MVP? Does Mahomes get the MVP or does Jalen Hurts get the MVP? I couldn't I couldn't give it to, to Jalen and only because of the injury. Mm-hmm. I think that for me, the awards like MVP, you've, you've got to play the, the full season. Um, injuries are a part of the game, but I, I don't think you you just throw caution to the – or, you, you, you know, I don't think you allow that to slide. I think you have to play the full season and, and be there. So I go with Mahomes. Um, what uh, what do you think, Jeff? Who gets the MVP? Does Patrick get it tonight to get his second one? It'd be hard not to. It'd be hard not to. It, it's You could make a case for a couple other people out there. Don't get me wrong, but nobody did what he did this year. And it, nobody ousted him, I guess is the way to put it, with regards to Leading his team in the number one seed, leading his team in the and I granted not all of you know this is supposed to be the regular season, not including the postseason stuff. But when you are on the level of Patrick Mahomes in the NFL, you've got to beat that in order for him not to be the MVP. And nobody did that this year. Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody said uh, with regard to the the thing to kind of keep an eye on quarterback sacks for both teams. True. Uh, uh, turnovers. True. Okay. Yeah, and I, I I think hitting on that Mahomes. I mean, when you he, he ended the year with fifty two hundred passing yards, fifty two fifty to be exact. Um, number two behind him was at forty seven thirty nine with Justin Herbert. So he he is leaps and bounds, you know, ahead of of some of these these guys. Um, about the only one other one I, I would 
maybe somebody like a Justin Jefferson or a Jamar Chase. You know, they had stellar years at the wide receiver position, but I think Mahomes takes it. Uh, let's see. LOL, but Chuck, you can't say the scripts are real or not. They could be 100% real, and we would never know. Why do you think Vegas always gets it right on the spot? Right. And the moon landings, they were fake too because there's not a shadow from the flag. And why why, why don't we see um, pictures of Neil Armstrong on the moon, just his footprint? Why is it just a reflection of himself and Buzz Aldrin's um, helmet? That's the only picture of... Neil Armstrong on the moon. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Thank you for being with us with Matt Estenson, who's in for Jamie Lynn. I'm Chuck Hines. Jeff McGuire is with us as well. He's the mix master. He's, he's our glue. He is... Uh, sometimes Jamie's our big toe, but I think Jeff really is our, is our big toe. What do you want? I don't want anything. I want nothing. You're oh. buttering me up for something. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buttering. Try, not I buttering. don't understand what. <laughs> I don't. And now I, I'm a little nervous I, of what that ask is going to be like. I have nothing in, my, uh, nothing in my quiver to ask you about today that's in my, in my ask. In my ask. Uh, let's see. Okay, so I saw this this morning on the front page of the paper. And yeah, I'm still that guy that... That gets the paper delivered at home. So that kind of, if you're just tuning in and haven't trying to figure out how old everybody is, then you know that I'm the old here. Um, and, I, and I saw this and it captured my eye. And uh, I'm, I'm curious as your to your opinion on it. Um, I, I'm not a guy that uh, if if I could do this here, uh, that I would do it uh, mainly because I think I've pretty much figured out how to waste money on plenty of other things other than, than gambling. But are we are we missing an opportunity here? Uh, and can we can we do it in a manner where you could where the state could make some money or is the government just going to squander it like it usually does? Um, but would you like to be able to place a bet on a on a game? Would you like would you like there to be uh, uh, whether it's online, that's the that's what's before the state legislature right now, is to try to get some online gambling for sports betting uh, legalized in the state of Texas. Would you would you like to see that? Would you like to see a casino? Would you like to place a bet at the at a Ranger game or at a at a Mavs game or at a at a Cowboy game? Like like you're going to be able to at, in some states in some cities, uh, some venues. Or do you want to keep it out of it? Because it kind of feels like, kind of feels like that hand's already been dealt, and people are capitalizing on it. And others who are, oh, we can't do that. That's against our morals. Um, even though they have scruples in other areas, um, but are kind of holding staunch on that. What's your What's your take? Yeah, I'd like to see Texas switch over. <clears throat> you could say to the to the dark side. Mm-hmm. I think from a financial gain i think that we would gain you know i don't know the ins and outs of those numbers and how everybody's piece of the pie works but i do think there would be money to gain i'm not a big sports better that's not my thing uh i know people that are i just you know i i think it i think it should be allowed 
Um, again, it's not something that if it was allowed tomorrow that I would go place my money. I think um, I'm with you. There's plenty of things that I spend my money on that I probably shouldn't. Gambling is not going to be one of them. And then a casino, I think that would be neat. I don't know if I'd want one in Lubbock, but I think it'd be neat to to have one, you know, somewhere in the whereabouts of where we could travel, you know, instead of going up to an Oklahoma or down to a New Mexico, if if that's what you desire. Um, I just think it's it's past due in Texas. I think we've done so many positive things for the state. I think that that could be a positive if done correctly. You know, could you? And here's the thing: is it always kind of cracks me up. Because whatever they, whenever they do these kinds of things, they always they bring up like education and um, other kinds of um, welfare type charities that the that the tax will benefit, and then it never goes to that. It's like uh, you know the Texas lottery is going to save so many things that it hasn't. Um, but uh, <laughs> I remember, and this is like when the Texas lottery was first passed, they. Um, they came to town and you could get a free lottery ticket at the Civic Center, which is now right across the street from us. And the line to get one free lottery ticket that you could scratch off was out the door and down all the way to what is now, I guess, Mac Davis Lane, whatever it is, right there in front of Buddy Holly Hall. And it was just like, man, this is crazy. You're just getting one ticket to be able to scratch off, but... I guess the thrill of the hunt was was too much for some folks. I was just curious. Um, I was like, well, I'm not waiting in that line. I mean, it was longer than the line for the pancake uh, luncheon that you see sometimes. That, now, uh, that is a line I will wait for. That is a line. And that thing's coming up. <laughs> I, I will wait for that line. That's coming up. I believe it is the 18th. Okay? I believe it is the 18th. Uh, the the uh, Have you been to that? The Lions yep. Club, all yep. you can eat, pancakes. Yep. I not that I want to be on any committee, but I have campaigned for many, 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 many years for chocolate milk to go with it. Or maybe even upgrade. Like like they do the 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 strawberry guy that walks around. Maybe you've got to upgrade. To get the chocolate milk, oh sure, that's an upgrade I would pay for. Sure, me too. Yeah, I, I would, I would pay for that. Are y'all a plain, plain pancake kind of kind of person, or do you prefer to have a little maybe blueberries or chocolate or a peanut butter type pancake if you uh, just, have that option? Just plain just syrup, syrup for me. Syrup I mean, plain, and uh, okay. and I'm all, I'm okay with the blueberry syrup or even the strawberry syrup, but I'm not I'm not like. Putting the whipped cream in the all no, the other kind no, of no, junk no, on there. Yeah, I'm not doing that. What did whipped cream ever do to you? They put it on the pancake is fine. Yeah. Um, I am. I'm more of a traditionalist when it comes to pancakes, where it's just syrup and butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am perfectly fine though playing with the different flavors of syrups and different things you can do with the butter. Uh, but I'm still waffle over pancake though. Dad, see. I knew it. I knew it has it. little I, holes to catch the syrup. I am I am with you, you know. Outside of having to put the, the butter to make sure it hits every part of the waffle. See, no that butter for hard. me. <laughs> that can be annoying. But I, I am much more a, a waffle fan myself over pancakes. Oh, now, no, I will eat the, the pancakes. Give but. me the give me the pancakes. I okay. but I'm not um are you a put butter on uh pancakes or waffle kind of guy? I don't know any other way to eat them. Jeff, do you put but I don't really put butter on anything. 
it's usually margarine yeah. um but they're margarine yeah for with regards to pancakes and waffles and i it should be better it's it's healthier than margarine is it's just not as easy uh all right let's see here uh somebody says this um no casinos no weed okay uh, uh give me casinos uh no no weed for me um gotta allow people to make their own decisions open up gambling open up everything that from south texas ambassador preston uh, this, I want a casino, but not in my town. Then you don't want a casino. See? To quote George Carlin, NIMBY. Not I, in my backyard. I, I wouldn't be against it completely. It's just, it's it's something, again, it doesn't it doesn't sway me either way. You know, I, I am with, with one of the uh, chat liners is that put it in, but again, it's it's not something that I, I am strongly for or against. <sighs> Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, I'm just going to ask this. Uh, is, is it safe for me to ask what B-Y-O-C-M stands for? Bring your own chocolate milk. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, uh. okay. I don't think they'll let us. Right. Like, I don't think they'd let me bring in my own chocolate well, milk. Why would I want to do that? Uh, Dutch, I, if they'd let me bring it in, I would do that. Our friend Dutch writes in, Chuck, the Pancake Fest is February 18th at the Civic Center. I flip pancakes at the Fest, the Fest, for many a year. Uh, peanut butter on a pancake or waffle syrup. Okay. I'm good with that. That's uh, solid. No my, my peanut sister butter on that. the no peanut butter on that kind of stuff for me. No, 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 no. This has been the Morning Drive podcast presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T ninety seven three podcasts at double T ninety seven three dot com.